going on everybody welcome to another episode of the unconventional education show where we talk entrepreneurship we talk mindset and we talk life experiences to help you level up and become the best version of yourself happy monday we are on our monday mastery episode and i'm honestly so i was just sitting here messing around with this new social media platform called bitclout i'll talk a little bit about that it's pretty funny but I was just sitting here messing around with it and I was just feeling it and I just whipped the mic around, plugged it in the computer and decided that I'm going to record this week's episode right now. And this one's going to be off the cuff. Like a lot of times I know the overall message of what I want to talk about. I plan out like a few points I want to hit on and go into it a little more calculated. But today I'm just feeling it and I feel like there's a few things on my mind that are probably going to come up within this episode, but I'm just letting it rip. But yeah, like I said, I was messing around with this social media platform called BitClout. And if you guys have been following me, you know that I'm into the whole cryptocurrency market. I've been doing some trading. I talked about it in an episode prior with this guy, Jeff Seckinger, who runs an eight-figure crypto fund. And he just kind of teaches us and signals his plays. And it's been insane, the profits we've made from it. But he mentioned something the other day called BitClout. And it's basically like, I think the best way to describe it is like a Twitter but you can buy coins of the creator. So I have a BitClout account, <laughs> and it's funny. One of the guys I used to work with back in the day at the ice cream shop, Poppies in Morris, Connecticut. Shout out, Poppies. I got some of the best food, best ice cream. But he hit me up, and he's just like, what's your BitClout? Like, didn't even ask me if I had it or not. He just knew I had it, and I told him, and he just started hammering my, my BitClout coin, and my price just 6 7 x over the course of the past 20 minutes here and it, it's just it's cool i mean who knows where it'll go it's a platform that's got some reputable vcs behind it but what's kind of sketchy is that you can't withdraw your money from it yet but i'm just watching some of the like people are just buying coins of the creator when you buy them more coins are created and the price goes up and some people their coins are worth thousands and thousands of dollars i think elon musk to buy his coin it's like 80k right now it's it's just insane but you know, you never know which of these social media trends are going to stick around, what platforms are going to stick around. You guys heard me talking a lot about Clubhouse. I haven't really been on there a lot. Like I spent a lot of time on there in January, but as you spend time on platforms, you start to peel back the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there's if you if you pick the right platforms, you invest the time into the right ones. Like you got involved and in, in started going ham on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or TikTok right away. You reap the benefits, but you're taking a risk because you never know if the platform's actually going to stick around or not. And with Clubhouse, we were growing quickly there and getting a lot of traction to our Instagram. I made some cool connections, but there's a lot of like the first movers are typically people who are more entrepreneurial because they understand that first movers advantage. Uh, but a lot of the people were just so fucking fake, man. Like, I'd get into a room and I'd want to bash my head against the wall because someone would get the microphone and then next thing you know, they're holding it hostage for 15 minutes, telling their life story and giving it advice. And then you go and it, like they're telling you how to run these businesses and all these tricks and everything you need to do. Then you backtrack to their Instagram and they're getting like three likes on a picture and you're just like, oh man, nothing drives me more crazy than 
artificial advice and people who aren't being genuine people are just straight up phonies honestly so I had to step away because I was it, it was it was when I was in Colombia like we were trying to do our room weekly and I was just getting so frustrated like I'd be sitting there on the app and my blood would be boiling <laughs> I don't get angry easily at all but just listening to some of these people and knowing that there's people on there who don't know any better and they're actually listening to these people who haven't done anything don't have any results don't actually have anything to back what they're doing and now I see those same people have been camped on the platform since I got on in late December, early January. What are we? We're in April now. Like every time I look at my phone, they are on Clubhouse in a room. And it's like, okay, first of all, if you actually have this business and you have all this success, how do you have time to literally be in a Clubhouse room around the clock nonstop? Like, I, I just don't get that. Like if you actually have a business and you're doing things and you're being productive and you're building something, no person who's actually doing that has the time to be on a social media platform in a room like ready to unmute and share a bunch of spew bullshit at a, at a drop of a dime 24-7. Like you, you just don't have that. So who knows? Um, actually, I just heard today that Twitter might be buying Clubhouse, which is interesting, uh, but you know, and, and like, there's many good things about the platform. Like when I've been in good rooms with people who know what's good, like there's a lot of value you can get, but it's just, again, like knowing, like you guys got to start working on your, your bullshit detection radar. Like you can't just believe everything you hear, believe everything people say, like you don't have to be a dick about it and really check them. This is kind of random, but I was watching that documentary about the ocean and like, I forget what it's called. See something. It's on Netflix and everyone's going crazy about it. But I, I, I stay away from a lot of documentaries because of how polarized the people's opinions are. And I get that a lot of them, there's a lot of substantiated facts. But you have to understand that someone's bringing a polarized view to the documentary. So they're not really exploring the other side of it much. But regardless of like that, they present a lot of great facts in the beginning of the documentary. And But, but what I hate is like, He's like, and I went to interview this place and he sits down and he like points their camera. He's got it zoomed in on their face. Like you can see their freaking eye, eyelids twitching <laughs> and, and he starts just hammering them with the most abrasive, blunt and like rude questions. It's like, dude, it, it just, it just throws me off when people are like that. So it's like, take, take everything with a grain of salt. Normally when I'm listening to people, even if I know they're completely wrong, I'm not just checking them and testing them and like going off. I understand they're wrong, so I'm not accepting their advice, but I'll sit there, I'll listen, whatever, that doesn't hurt you. And you just gotta like learn how to deal and be a human in a lot of these situations. Like I feel like the number one thing people fall short on is they don't know how to interact as human beings. They have zero social acuity, zero social awareness. I talk about this with my friends a lot of the time. That's one of the number one factors of like one of the most important things in like a friendship that actually works for me is that my friends have high levels of social awareness. And I feel like the people that I surround myself with, we can walk into situations and we can just read it and dissect it and just a simple like flash of our eyes looking at each other, we're on the exact same page because we're very aware of what's going on around us. And a lot of people don't have that. And you know, like you can tell, like, you know, like there, there's someone who just thinks they're hot shit. They walk in a room, they're telling all these jokes, they're loud, they're obnoxious. They think they're the life of the party, but everyone's like, dude, get this guy the fuck out of here. Like, don't be that guy. Be the person who can read the room, 
and adjust to the room. It's going to get you a lot further than than just being abrasive and, and being offensive and checking people left and right. Like, you know what you know. You don't have to accept information from everybody. So just take everything with a grain of salt and move on with it. But anyway, there's my little rant on social media and everything that's happening there. Um, and, you know, another another thing that's been pretty cool this year is... I feel like a lot of my friends, like we've hit this tipping point of just results, success, increased income. And it's funny how that goes because, and the reason I'm saying this is because this week has been a enormous week for me in many different regards. And I'm not going to get into like numbers or anything like that, but it's been a, a huge week. And I wanted to share, like, you, you want to share this with, with the people that you're close with, and I had to think about it, and I'm like, I can't really share this with everybody. Like, there, there's only a few people that I can really share this with, and they're genuinely going to be happy and excited about these results, and I'm able to achieve these things and able to get these things in motion. And uh, it, it just brings about a, a crazy point. And when I was back in Columbia, I was there with my buddy, Alex and he was on one of the earlier episodes. He's who I'm getting the the place in Medellin with this next round. We're going there in May to August. But we we're having a conversation. We we're sitting there poolside one day and both of him, like we both have our own businesses. We both have them very automated. And so we just had time. Like and, and, you know, we're 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 in kind of like vacation mode. So normally I'd be doing something to get ahead with that time, but we're chilling. We're by the pool. We had a chef. We're, you know, eating the food, chopping it up. We haven't seen each other really since the college days. And we're talking about our results that we've achieved and just the things we've accomplished. And it was one of those conversations where I could tell that we were both genuinely happy for each other. Like I was pumped that his business is doing the numbers that his business is and what he's accomplished and the lifestyle he's able to live because of it. And I felt that same genuine energy, vice versa. But what's interesting is that a lot of you guys and a lot of people in general like you can't even share that information with because they're going to get envious and they have a scarcity mindset and they're going to start feeling like, oh, wow, that your success is taking away from what they're able to achieve. And it's just not how it works. There's not like because one person's winning, the other person has to lose. Like get an abundance mentality. Understand that everybody can win. Like there's no limit to the amount of success that people can achieve. And, and I think people really need to wrap their head around that. So it was funny this week. There was a couple of my close friends that I shared my results with because I knew they'd be genuinely happy for me. And like when they share their results, I'm genuinely happy. And, and th- this is really like where you got to check yourself. When someone tells you that they've achieved this goal, they've achieved this income, they've done something extraordinary, are you like fired up? Like let's fucking go and you're pumped for them and like you're ready to celebrate or do you get like a pit in your stomach and you're like, oh my God, there he goes. Like he's going to out earn me. He's going to become successful. He's going to leave me behind. I don't have anything yet. My business isn't doing any numbers like blah, blah, blah. All these excuses, like which side of the spectrum are you on? It's very important because, you know, a lot of times you're going to find that you surround and, and this is just human nature in general, unfortunately, but when you're succeeding, you're going to have people around you who have that crab in the bucket type mentality. And it's not necessarily they want you to do bad, but they don't want to see you escape them and leave them. And in their mind, by you succeeding, you're going to be leaving them behind in the dust in their hometown, working their job, working their nine to five, doing whatever they're doing where they feel stuck as they watch you excel 
and kill it. And another one of my buddies, um, Max, college friend, he started the game Money Hole. I suggest you guys look it up on Instagram. It's really, really cool. And we've been talking about it since, man, 2016 when we were in college together. He was giving me the idea for Money Hole, this backyard board game. I remember going to his house, playing it on this prototype he made out of plywood. And like he cut the holes in himself. And he's just, the thing with Max is he's he's a visionary. He's an idea guy, which is one of, I think, the most important talents and skills you can have is being a visionary having ideas good ideas good vivid ideas and that's where this game started and he's gotten to the point where they got the board made they have a manufacturer the first round they had 500 boards and i think he said a handful of his friends bought an actual board from him but the the marketing campaign they launched on facebook they sold out within a matter of weeks and then they couldn't get their hands on the right quality of product and they finally got him back and they're just flying off the shelves and now he's getting offers. Max and I talk probably every other day on my way to the gym. I like to you know get on the phone sometimes instead of listening to music and he'll fill me in with everything that's going on with his business and I feel like chills going through my body when he's telling me this stuff because I'm so fired up because I remember riding around when he was leaving college, no idea what he wanted to do in life. And he had this idea and I watched people laugh at him as he tried to articulate his idea. And I watched this go from nothing to, and I mean, they've sold in the deep into the six figures. Now this board game just all started from an idea. We always joke around. We're just like, he's like, Hey man, I'm just a jackass with an idea. And you know, it, it, it's really inspiring to me. And, and I love seeing my friends win. Like, it's just as simple as that. I love to see the fact that he's going to be able to walk away from his job that he doesn't like and pursue this full time and make something happen with it. That fires me up. Seeing people stuck, seeing people miserable, seeing people, we've been calling them the cyber handcuffs lately because now it's work from home. We used to call them the uh, the golden shackles, right? Like that that's what a salary really is. It's the golden shackle. They're, they're paying you enough so that you don't quit. And you're making, or they're paying you enough, yeah, so that you don't quit, and you're taking enough, and you're working enough, so you don't get fired. You're doing just the bare minimum, so that you don't actually get fired when you have the golden handcuffs on. And and that's what because the salary it keeps you comfortable, it gives you enough to have an apartment where you can afford the rent, and a car where you can afford the car payment, enough money to feed yourself, and maybe have a few drinks on the weekend, and take a vacation a few times a year. But um. And, and so we, anyway, we're joking. We call it the cyber handcuffs now because it's work from home and we're always joking how he's got the cyber cuffs on and I'll be able to shed those. Like, I don't want to see people living that way, man. Like we get one life and I, I talk about this all the time and I don't know if you guys are getting sick of me saying this, but if you're not doing anything to take action on it, like we, we live once. Like why are we doing work we hate? Why are we working with people we don't like? Why are we doing anything that we're not passionate about? Like I've been so fired up the past few weeks that I've just been springing up out of bed, no alarm clock, getting right into my day because I'm excited about life. I'm excited about how things are going. I'm excited where things are headed. And you know what? You're going to find that if you have that scarcity energy for other people, you look at other people who are starting to take off and, and you start getting that pit in your stomach and feeling jealousy and envy and like they're taken away from your piece of the pie, like you are going to find that you're not going to get results yourself. You have to act and live in total abundance. That's it. 
And until you start doing that and still you like start actually being genuinely excited for your friends, uplifting them, hearing their wins and being their biggest celebrator, you're not going to start winning yourself. It's just all these laws of reciprocity that hold so true across the board. But anyway, guys, that's my that's my rant for today. Just you know, be genuinely excited for other people, uplift other people, show love to other people. Know that because someone's winning right now and you might not have the results that you want, doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. Show them love, show them support. Your time's coming. You just got to stay focused, stay patient, stay on the grind, stay attacking. Your time will come. And I know a lot of younger people listen to this podcast. Like we have so much time ahead of us. I've said this many times too, but I look at the fact that I'm 27, almost nine years into my entrepreneurship journey. I'm like, what happens when I'm 37 and I'm almost 20 years in, 47, 30 years in, 57, 40 years in? Like, that's crazy to me. And there's just so much time. Your life can entirely change in a year. So things might not be exactly how you want them right now. Just stay focused on the bigger picture. Know that it's coming. It's all coming. My mantra this year has been money flows to me rapidly, effortlessly, and in abundance. You got to have that mindset. It's coming to you. Live life in total abundance and you'll be shocked. Everything comes and goes. It's energy. It flows. It flows through you. Be a good conductor. Put out the positive energy so you receive it back. Don't be the fucker with a stick up his ass or her ass and <laughs> and just being miserable about everyone around you winning because everyone can win together. There's no limit to success. So guys, hope you got some value from today's rant. If you did, as always, you know the drill. Drop us a subscribe, leave us a written review, share this with a friend who needs to hear this message so we can ultimately just help people live their best life, become the best version of themselves, and um, take their results to the next level. So love you all. Hope you guys all have a great week. Get out there and crush it. Shoot it off to the stratosphere, and we will see you on the next episode. Later, everybody. Right.